Okay, guys. Mine's are going. I'm ready. All right, give me. A, I'll give you a three, two, one count here. So okay. Three, two, one, and wait, wait, don't do anything yet. Nothing happened. Three, <laughs> two, one, go for it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome once again to our virtual meeting of the Northern Nevada Bridal Association. My name is Larry Williams. I'm the president of the association. Glad to be with you once again. I believe this is our third call since we uh, started doing this back a month or so ago. Uh, we did it on the 10th and the 20th, and now we're here on May 1st doing it once again, and glad you're joining us. Hopefully, we're going to be able to uh, update you on a few things going on with the association, a few things going on with the uh, uh, stay-at-home order, and hopefully with uh, phase one around the corner, we hope. Fingers crossed, and we're gonna talk about all that today. We have, uh, as usual, our award-winning uh, photographer, Jeremy Liu, with us on the call. He's the guy that puts this whole thing together, and we are uh, indebted to you, Jeremy, for uh, doing this, because without you, uh, these virtual calls wouldn't happen. So, uh, a sheer amount of gratitude for all you're doing. And also on our call today, we have a catering and events director, uh, Trista DeWeese. She's with Hidden Valley Country Club, and she's going to be along as well to talk to us from a perspective of uh, what we can expect from banquet facilities going forward and how they might be doing things. We talked a little bit about that on the last call. So uh, we hope to get some uh, perspective from her with regard to how the banquet facilities, uh, hers in particular, but then again, just generically, uh, what we might be able to expect going forward and how weddings might look like under this kind of new look and uh, this new order that we're going to be uh, kind of dealing with. And uh, Jeremy will update us a little bit later on as well uh, with what he knows from the SBA loan thing and the unemployment thing and all that stuff that he really stays in contact with because he's do he does a lot of these podcasts and such and he talks to a lot of people. So he's got a lot of insight in that as well. So we'll get started with some uh, meeting information. Uh, first thing, first order of business, uh, it's kind of unfortunate. We're really kind of bummed out about it is our meeting for May 5th, which is five days from now, next Tuesday, is unfortunately canceled. That's the meeting that was going to be at Sunridge uh, Golf Course. Uh, we were there last year, just a beautiful, beautiful facility. They were going to host the meeting. Of course, we can't have public gatherings yet. We're still on another two-week uh, stay-at-home order, so we can't have gatherings of more than 10 people. That was going to be our Cinco de Mayo meeting. That was going to be a uh, Mexican food and a celebration. We were going to bring in Philippe Leon, a DJ who's in our uh, group, who's a dancer as well. And he was going to teach us some uh, salsa, <laughs> reggae dancing. We were just going to have a blast uh, having a fun meeting uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. But unfortunately, that meeting has to cancel. Our next meeting looking forward, and we hope this one will, will, will happen, will be June 2nd. Again, we meet on the first Tuesday of every month at 10 a.m. for brunch. And that meeting is going to be June 2nd at 10 in Bonn. That meeting, as of right now, is still a go. And we're going to talk a little bit about what the governor talked about last night with things hopefully opening up on or before May 15th to a small degree. And maybe we can go forward with that meeting June 2nd. I'll quickly talk about the dues situation once again. Uh, our executive director, Shirley Lockett, has uh, uh, said no dues for the remainder of 2020. 
So if you joined uh, the NNBA by way of paying the $100 due fee, um, then if you have those dues due in you know July, August, September, October, you don't have to pay them. You're covered till the end of the year, and we're not going to ask for them. We're not going to back ask for them or anything like that. We're going to a calendar year of paying dues beginning January 1st. Now, if you're in the bridal shows, the Bridal and Beauty Expo or the Grand Bridal Showcase, that covers your dues for 2021. Or if you were in it this past year, it covers it for 2020. So you don't have to worry about that. It's only for the people who are not in the bridal shows that pay 100 a year. If you've already paid, you don't have to worry about anything for the remainder of the year. It's done. You're squared away. We'll send out invoices in December that will cover 2021. All right, next order of business. <clears throat> you've been noticing, uh, if you've been following the NNBA on social media, you've been noticing that we've ramped it up quite a bit with these uh, calls, for example, is one way of doing it. You've noticed that uh, Jeremy has also done things with the uh, raw focusing. That's his own uh, interview uh, segment that he does with his own business where he gets to know other people. And he's been interviewing some of our members and other folks as well. Um, you've been noticing that uh, we've been posting more on social media, on Facebook. We now created a members-only uh, group on Facebook. So we have the Northern Nevada Bridal Association, which is open to the public. We also have one that's members-only now. So if you are not a member, or if you're a member of the association and you're not on that Facebook page, we urge you to go to Northern Nevada Bridal Association members-only and put in your request to join, and it will be approved if you're a member. Also, you've seen that we're doing more on Instagram. Well, a lot of this is because of Jeremy and something that's happened since the last call that nobody knows about uh, at this point is we got together with our board of directors and our board of directors is uh, uh, Bart Frady is our vice president. We have uh, uh, Marie Stokes is uh, one of our directors. We have uh, Michelle Tabor from uh, 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 Marshawn's Bridal. She's in there and Casey Bouchard from All About the Music. These are all of our directors. Well, we've been needing a social media director for quite some time and our board has got together and we have unanimously approved Jeremy Liu as our new social media director. He is now on our board of directors for the Northern Nevada Bridal Association. Congratulations, Jeremy. We're honored to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. It's been, uh, it's been fun to kind of build everything. You know, it, without you, we could not be in contact with the people the way we have been. I mean, I have a limited knowledge of social media stuff. Surely set up the first uh, uh, group page, but man, this, this stuff you're doing with the, uh, um, the podcast and such, and then able to really get people excited about, you know, sharing hashtags. And we're going to talk about that in a minute and that sort of thing has just been great. And that's what this association needed to really, uh, you know, get us through this time, especially, but going forward, it's going to be really helpful. What are some of the ideas that you have for the future in this? So um, I'm, I'm basically just taking the social media and kind of pushing it. One of the things that, um, that I wanted to see that I use for my business is hashtagging social media. I mean, basically, if, if we have a social media account that hasn't been upgraded or changed um, every day, then people start to assume that nothing's really happening. With over 100 members in this group, it should be very, very easy for me to keep pushing out the social media and in turn pushing out every member that's in this group. Um, I, it's really free advertising for everybody. Since I am building it, we've uh, tripled the followers on Instagram, tripled the followers on the business page wow. um, in two weeks, uh, less than two weeks. So I just got to keep that's going great. and I'll keep adding to it. 
Um, can I talk about what I need from them at this point? Yes, okay. please, please. Um, and Larry, while I do that, feel free to find the group and do all that stuff that you oh, need yeah. to do. I'll talk do for a couple right minutes now. here. So members, um, in the last couple weeks, Shirley has sent out a couple emails to you. And I hope that you guys are getting this email. Every time an email goes out, I'm either asking her to send it out on her on our behalf or somebody else's. So it's important that you guys see these emails. If you're not seeing these emails, please let us know somehow because they are going out. We, we've sent about two or three in the last two weeks. So you should have gotten all those. So the first thing, guys, is if you guys are on Instagram, please hashtag using the hashtag, hashtag T-H-E-N-N-B-A, the N-N-B-A. So I made it seven letters, super short, the and NBA. You can still use Northern Nevada Bridal Association if you want. It's just really long. So the NNBA, there's only like 15 pictures on there and half of them are mine. Um, but of <laughs> course, I'm not going to post all of my images on the page. If I have to, I will. So make sure I don't do that. So when you guys do anything with a wedding, um, any wedding related behind the scenes, you're posting a picture of your work and it has something to do with the wedding. It can be, it doesn't have to be at a wedding. Please hashtag the NNBA. And that way, when I go to look for that in the tags, in the tag section of Instagram, I can actually pull that image and then put it on our page and post it out to Art Network for everybody to see. Of course, I'll tag you in it and you guys will be able to get all that as well. So I need those hashtags. Otherwise, I don't know. I have no pictures to post. Okay. Um, and this way, you don't have to send it to me. The next thing is we've created a group for members only. So it's called Northern Nevada Bridal Association uh, Members Only. Something super simple. You should have gotten an email. You did get an email because I got it. Um, that leads you to this page. If you're a member, this is the page that you need to go on to. We're going to probably push all of these Zoom meetings or any supplemental meetings that we do online to that page from now on. Um, there's okay. a few questions I'll ask you to make sure that you're members because a lot of the stuff that we tell here is, is for members. So sometimes it gets boring for non-members. Um, and all the information that we need to tell you guys is on there. Right now, I mean, I had the, the NNBA hashtag on there. And so please be part of that group so that you get some key information on social media. So it'll be on email and social media mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then the last thing that I need to mention guys is I need y'all to send me in those videos. I know we have a cutoff date of May 5th, which is in four days from now. I don't care if you're holding a phone up to your face and just recording for two minutes of just <laughs> blabbering about your business. Please get that to me because I'm going to be going live and the more that I have, the better. Right now I have five or six, Larry just sent me, so I have six videos, six videos out of a, more than a hundred people uh, for free advertising for oh, your business. Well, let's, let's talk about this a second, Jeremy, because we haven't exactly introduced what this is on this call, which is the mm -hmm. virtual bridal show. Right. Can, can you hear me? Okay. So the virtual okay. bridal, tell everybody what the vir virtual bridal show is. So we are obviously not having bridal shows at this point. Um, Shirley, this is all Shirley's uh, brainchild here. So um, she wrote to me and uh, saw something somebody else was kind of doing something similar. So guys, what we're doing is we're going to be doing commercials for everybody to kind of stream live on Zoom. I'll put that on any other platform. I'm going to try to individually put those on Instagram as well per video. But basically, it's a rotating commercial, right? So we all have two minutes and then we're going to stream it all together. I'm going to edit it all together and we're just going to play it live on the Reno Bridal Show Facebook page. And mm -hmm. what this is going to do is this just is going to have a commercial that I'm going to try to keep going for as long as I can, as long as I can manage it on the computer. And um, brides will be able to, to go to a virtual bridal show. Almost if they were to meet you at a bridal show, they can actually do this via your commercial. So once you send me the commercial, you don't have to do anything else. Maybe just tell people to go watch it. You can, guys can watch other commercials as well. But that's the goal. So we want to have this bridal show, if you will, 
um, because we're not allowed to have it because we are still trying to book 2020 and 2021 guys. I've booked six weddings in the last three weeks. So people are booking. You just have to make sure that you're available to book. They okay. are. So yeah, the, the, the virtual bridal show again, um, Shirley's got the mailing list and she's got one heck of a mailing list of brides. Uh, from her, you know, large bridal shows she does in Reno. So I know she's going to blast the heck of that, you know, out to, to brides and, and grooms to, uh, to get them to, you know, check out the, I mean, people got a lot of time on their hands. So they'll hopefully be able to uh, view that and they'll be able to see little two minute clips. Do not make the clips more than two minutes. Try to make them a minute and a half is good, but no more than two. We don't want more than two. So two minute clips, all about your business. Say whatever you want to say, uh, put it in, you know, like do it with the cell phone. That's all you need to do. And then right. you could just get it over to Jeremy. What's the best way to get it to you, Jeremy? So it, hopefully you guys got that email, but uh, get a hold of me either through here or whatever. But my email is just jeremylu at gmail.com. That's where we're asking you to send it. But if you get a hold of me anywhere, um, which you yes. should be able to find me, I'm everywhere. I'll tell you how to get it to me. Um, okay. I might have you Dropbox it to me, email it to me or whatever. Um, and if you have an issue with the two minutes, just message me. I have a couple tricks that I can do for you. Um, but really two minutes it should be enough time unless you, you know. And the virtual bridal show is May 9th. We're doing Kicks it May off. 9th is the one we have it scheduled. And that doesn't mean that I won't be doing it more, but that's the time that I, I want, we're going to go out officially to everybody. So okay. um, I'll talk to Shirley about that as well. Okay. And, and you know, Hey, the folks, you, you really need to get these videos in because if this goes good, my gosh, we could do this. What? A couple times a month or something, Jeremy. Is that about I mean, right? I can, I can nice push it out. Yeah. I mean, I can push it out all the time. I can throw it on YouTube. Okay. We can push it out. Um, okay. I mean, during meetings, we can even have it in the background. Or so. I mean, we can do a ton of right. stuff with this and then you guys can always update it since I'm editing it. So there's not really okay. you know, free promotion. Okay. So there it is. If you guys got any questions, you can reach out to Shirley, reach out to myself, reach out to Jeremy, especially Jeremy, because he's going to be taking care of all the videos and putting them in order and getting them all squared away for the uh, debut on May 9th, uh, the virtual debut of the virtual bridal show. Four days left. Four days left, so please get your videos in. It's really, really important. So again, if you're just joining us on the call, we have uh, uh, we got uh, Trista Deweese with us from Hidden Valley Country Club. She'll be joining us in just a few moments. We've got uh, Jeremy here, who we've just announced is our new social media director for the Northern Nevada Bridal Association. Uh, glad to have you on board, Jeremy. Again, without your expertise and talent, uh, none of this would be possible. We're very, very grateful. So. Uh, did you, uh, I, I'm just looking over at the uh, uh, screen here. Did mm -hmm. you put one on Nevada Wedding Network? I did. I, I shared it on there. So you okay. should be able I to didn't see it. As long as I'm on the Northern Nevada Bridal Association page. So yeah. that's, uh, that's it for the association business uh, thus far. And we'll keep you updated on the uh, June 2nd meeting at Tannenbaum, which is still a go as of right now. We hope to uh, let that happen. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what Governor Sisolak had to say last night. And, and Jeremy, you jump in, and Trista as well, jump in anytime if you have any uh, thoughts on what the press conference was all about yesterday. Um, I want to get into some of the stuff he talked about. And if you have SBA loan and unemployment stuff, you can jump in with that too. But from what I understand, uh, watching the press conference intently last night, we are uh, again on a stay-at-home order for two more weeks till... Uh, the 15th of May, uh, we are not allowed to have gatherings of, of more than 10 people. It's 10 people or less still. They're going to allow some curbside service to uh, a lot of businesses. But phase one will be hopefully May 15th at the latest. He did leave the door open 
to uh, opening up the uh, state for phase one uh, earlier than May 15th, uh, if that's possible. But he has a coalition of 17 counties now, all reporting to one agency that he's created, and all of them have to report in with data. And if one fails to report in with data, then uh, nobody's going to open. The state will not open for phase one. All 17 have to report, and they all have to report with what he likes, or the data that he sees as appropriate, and then we open with phase one. And again, phase one, it's really vague on this, Jeremy. I don't know if you found any uh, sort of info on it, but phase one, again, in our business, you know, we're going to be near the last to open because we are in the social gathering business. Um, nothing of, you know, 10 people or less is going to be phase one, period, end of story. Right. That's what it's going to be. Um, but what troubles me here is they're not even making marriage licenses available. Now, not uh, every- In our county or everywhere else? Everywhere else, not that I can see in the state of Nevada, nobody's got marriage licenses available because the county offices are closed. Now, weddings are not always big receptions. Right. Some people just want to get married, two people, and a, and a judge or a minister. And that's not even happening. And that, that's really troubling that people who want to get married in June of 2020 can't even get a marriage license or May of 2020. The, right. uh, what's your thoughts on that? I, I, I find that really screwy. I mean, uh, right. I, I don't understand why they can't. I don't understand why there's not like an online version or a Zoom version or something where they can do that. Right. Um, it, it's, it's one of those things. The same th the reasons why photographers can't shoot, um, although we have some word that we're able to, but it's a whole messy of a, nobody will actually give us in writing. Um, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know why it's happening. I don't know if people are planning on eloping and then actually, you know, maybe do the elopement and then go into the courthouse and actually get married on a different day. Um, right. But I feel like we're lucky right now, quote unquote, to be in a time where theoretically we're down in season. Um, you know, I'm glad this is not happening in July, August, something like that, where, where, oh my God, like they can't have a wedding because they can't get a license. Um, right. And, you know, I think this will kind of lead into um, why Trist is here and what we're going to be talking about as far as, um, you know, when we can do that and what we have to plan uh, for everything. So at this point, I mean, it should be open. I thought, I thought some counties were open. Um, Vegas no. is doing um, marriage license. I thought I saw an article just recently. Yeah. They were. So, or in, in the, uh, in Washoe County? No, in Las Vegas. I thought I saw oh, an Las article. Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Interesting because there's nothing up here. I know Karen Lindsley or Lindsay is a photographer and a wedding officiant as well. And she's been mm -hmm. keeping track on it. And up at Lake Tahoe, as well as here in Carson City and Washoe Valley, uh, Douglas County as well, they've not opened up uh, any means of, of getting a marriage license, which I, you know, to me is shocking because that's, people can still get married. There's, you know, they mm -hmm. can do that without having 10 people. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's, it's being stymied, it's being stifled. And, and that's, to me, it's wrong. Uh, I guess, you know, it is what it is. But uh, Trista, while we have you here, and again, folks, this is a catering and events director, Trista DeWeese. She's with Hidden Valley Country Club. And uh, many of you have uh, worked with her. We you probably went to a meeting where uh, we had an NNBA meeting there some months ago. And uh, you're a wonderful host and a beautiful facility. Tell us a little bit about what you've learned, uh, how your facility will be handling this and, and when you might be able to be open for business and what you've heard from your bosses. You know, it's 
it's just so unknown right now. It's really hard to give an exact date of what will be happening um, because right now, even though the golf course is open, we do have golfers out there, but our clubhouse is completely closed to members and it's mm. only open for employees. So I think it really just depends on what phase we're going to be in um, because a lot of my weddings, they're definitely not. There are over 50 people. So right. a lot of my clients have chose to postpone their weddings on their own. Um, and so we've just been kind of watching everything. And if we get to a point, I do have one more wedding in June um, that hasn't moved yet. So I'm just kind of waiting to see um, if they're willing to drop their guest count. And if we're in phase two to 50 people or less, then we, we would probably do it. Um, but as of right now, I'm just not sure, you know, I don't have an exact date. I was hoping, you know, maybe end of June, July, we would be back to, you know, doing weddings again, smaller weddings, but it's just, it's hard to say. Now, is it your understanding that phase two will be 50 or less? Do you have any, do we have anything concrete on that? Or is just, just what we're thinking or the rumor, or, you know, what do you know? We, um, we were actually going off of the federal plan that okay. the government can, not Nevada governors. Um, so oh. we've just, we've been reading that. Um, I was actually just reading the win, um, their opening, reopening plan. Um, so it just, we've just been just on everything, just watching everything, what the government says, what our governor says. Um, so we've just been trying to stay on top of everything just to get the most current information. So it, so it's your understanding that the you said Wynn, is that the Wynn Resorts? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. so Wynn, Wynn Resorts as well as the federal plan, it's your understanding that phase two would be 50 guests or less, correct? Yeah, and that's based so off the federal know. government plan. Okay. Yeah. okay, well that's good. I hope we follow that at least. So let me ask you the, the $64,000 question here. We got on this on our last call a little bit. So you have an amazing facility. You yes. have a dining room that I don't know. What's the capacity of that dining room? So um, between, because we have a ballroom that's in the middle. So if you're not familiar right. with our venue. Um, so if we get to weddings that are over 240, we usually split tables on both sides of the ballroom. So okay. um, we can do up to 300 people normally. Okay. So, um, so, but okay. with everything going on, we also do have our patio as well too. Right. So let me ask you this, and this is a speculative type of question. I understand that you may not have the answer, but I just want to get into the mind of how a facility manager is working through this and what your thoughts might be. Let's say you have the June wedding, for example. Let's say we're in phase two and that June wedding has 80 people. Would you realistically be able to seat 40 in the dining room and maybe 20 across the other side of the dance floor in that other room and maybe another 20 outside on the patio? Can that be done or does that have to count as one event or one more than 50? I this, would think if yeah. we're doing one wedding and it's 80 people, it would, that would be considered one event, even if we were spacing them out between the rooms. So okay. if, you know, if we do get to that phase where we are able to do, you know, 50 people or less, then I would consider asking, you know, those couples if they could cut their wedding down. Um, in order to make it happen, but we could also, you know, and it also depends on what our um, GM would like to do as well, too. If he's mm -hmm. comfortable with doing an 80-person wedding at that time as well, right. we definitely have the room to spread people out. Yeah, you totally That's do, and, there, and there's a lot of facilities like you mm -hmm. that can do that. They have various rooms 
people could be totally separated. You know how it is at weddings that by the time we get to the dancing, you know, the older people and uh, even some younger people, they have other things to do and they leave and we yep. can work down to 50 people within that first, you know, hour of dancing. It easily can work down to 50. So that's where I'm thinking, you know, some might come in a little, come in a little over 50 and uh, how would that be treated by many uh, banquet facilities? And by the way, folks, we'd love to take your questions here. Jeremy, you can uh, uh, chime in. I have in a couple things. Yeah, so uh, back to the wedding license. Uh, Carol Crittle wrote, Vegas is issuing licenses. She's oh, also going to keep calling Washoe. And I think Shirley wrote this because I didn't write this, uh, but it <laughs> says I did. Uh, um, it says uh, they are getting them from the Eli office. Eli? Eli office. Eli. <laughs> and uh, coming here to the, to the chapels to get married. So there's ways around oh. it. Washoe itself, I... I I don't believe Washoe has them. That's why I thought I thought the outskirts have them. Um, okay, but but yeah. So um, question question for Carol Criddle. Carol, if they get their license in Las Vegas, they could still come up here and get married anywhere in Nevada. Correct. Well, wait even for if that not, even if they don't live in that county, they right. can still get a license in Vegas, bring it up here, and get married. Is that correct? I they feel could. like that's a normal thing. Yeah, because people yeah. do that in California and all that, right? I mean, they, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trista, my question for you is uh, being proactive here. Um, have you guys or are you guys planning on, let's say, getting things to check temperatures, um, getting masks possibly for clients? Like, are you guys going to be thinking about supplying that for them? What, let's say that we open in a month from now, let's say June 1st, mm -hmm. we're able to go. Um, but then all of a sudden there's all these rules I have to do. What are you guys doing to be proactive to get that happening? So um, we have been discussing that, our reopening plan, and how we're going to move forward, not only just for our employees, but for the guests. Um, because our employees, you know, we're pretty familiar with who they are and, you know, what they've been up to. So um, for our employees, yes, we will definitely all probably be wearing masks. And, but I also not sure um, if we will make the guests wear masks or if we will have ask the bride and groom to have their guests do that. We're just, mm -hmm. we're not really sure if we're going to do that quite yet. Um, we have looked into getting the touchless um, thermometers. Right. So we will probably be doing that as well. Cause not only do we want to do that for our employees, but we may consider doing that for the guests as well too. How um, comfortable would you guys be if somebody came in with over, what is it? 100.9 or something. If somebody did come in with that temperature, would you, just be like, I'm sorry, you can't come in. And I mean, yeah. that's an awkward situation. It Very is much. an awkward situation for sure. But I think we also need to, you know, be preventative as well. So I have no problem, you know, as a manager, and we've obviously had to deal with, you know, all of us awkward moments, but I have no problem saying, you know what, I'm sorry, um, but we are not going to allow you inside. And I think we would also give, you know, our couples a heads up too, like, hey, just so you know, this is what we're going to be requiring, you know, for your wedding too. So it's not like we're just going to, it's going to be a shock to the couple, but we will give them a heads up of what the new procedures will be, definitely. Yeah, we talked about this on the last call is that the face of weddings as we know it is going to change. Mm -hmm. And it may not resemble what weddings looked like last year for quite some time. We hope we get there. But uh, this is going to be a whole new ball game. What, what, what do you think about things like the cake and the dessert table? Uh, will that be placed out? Will that be, uh, will desserts now be hand delivered to your, to the guests? What do you think? It would probably have to be served because, you know, we're, 
we've already talked about, even here for our members, we've already removed, um, even though they can't come in the clubhouse right now, we've removed the water station, the self-service water station, the self-service coffee and tea. So the self-service items, because um, normally for weddings, we do have a beverage station that we set up for right, guests. Right. Um, but that's something we're probably going to have to take away and start serving too, um, to remove all, you know, all those touch points. Uh, so it's just, it's definitely changing a lot of things for sure. Is hand sanitizer something that'll be placed on the tables or at the guest book area or that, uh, the, 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 that your place will provide or we wedding expect favors. Provide? I think, it, I think it'll all be wedding favors for the whole year. It's just everybody's going to get a little <laughs> bottle of hand sanitizer. Yeah, we will probably have, um, you know, our employees, you know, if we're taking temperatures at the door, we'll probably have sanitizer at the door. We have already placed sanitizer stations around our clubhouse. So okay. those are pretty much almost in every room around okay. here. Okay. Um, one of the things we didn't talk about in the last call, uh, Jeremy, and uh, maybe if we can get somebody to chime in on this too would be great. And, oh, by the way, Carol Criddle said correct. So thank you. You can get your... If any brides happen to be watching this, they can get their uh, marriage licenses in Ely or in Las Vegas and come back up here and let's get married. Okay. Um, so that's good news. So we're just waiting for our county offices to, to open up here. They're not doing anything online, even though New York announced today that they are yesterday, that they are now going to do online um, marriage licenses, even New York, New York City. And we're not. So <laughs> if, if anybody from the state government is watching, Get, get the county offices open up so we get marriage licenses because not all weddings are big receptions. People want to get married. They have their hearts and hearts set and dreams uh, to get married, you know, this summer uh, or spring. Um, uh, one thing we didn't talk about, Jeremy, on the last call was the, uh, and I'd love for somebody to chime in here, and that is photo booths. Photo booths are notoriously known for having all those funny little masks and hats and, and you know, oh, things like yeah. that that we wear. And we didn't discuss that, but I'd love for somebody who has a photo booth company to chime in here. What right. are they going to do with regard to all those little things that they use in the photo booth, to, you know, streamers and hats and props. Thank you, the props. Uh, what, what's their plan with that? They, do we not have props with photo booths? Or is the attendant going to wipe them down after, after each use? Uh, I'd love to hear what somebody's thinking about regarding that. Um, that would be kind of interesting. I mean, I think that... Yeah, I think that either whoever supplies it doesn't matter, but I think that photo booth company might have to have an extra person just worried about sanitizing um, and going through. But I mean, it's not a bad idea not to have props for, for a little bit or even have props that aren't wearable. So even if it's just signs, um, something that stays you know, off of the face. Um, Disposable props? Even, yeah, something where... Yeah, because I can't imagine that somebody can get on... Somebody putting on glasses and then somebody else has to wipe them down. But that's, that's really what it's at. It's just going to take that extra work. So it's going to cost them a little bit more. But mm -hmm. then you can also tell a bride like, hey, if you don't have props, we don't have to bring that extra person in. You guys can still do the booth. Our attendants just going to have to wipe it in every time and, you know, places that people touch. Um, or, you know, even Dustin with Pickbox, um, he has the ones where it's not enclosed, where people can actually just walk back and he, they don't have to touch any of his gear at all opposed to the ones where you have to sit into. So he might see a surgeon in selling those. I know a bunch of companies that just use those standalone ones where you walk back. So that might be a better option, but no props. I mean, mm. no props isn't the end of the world. Photo booth will still do what it's supposed no. to do. No, they still act wild and crazy and have fun behind the photo booth. Wild and um, crazy kids. 
<laughs> that, yeah, that, that was just a thought. So if anybody wants to chime in on that, if anybody has uh, questions, feel free to uh, uh, do so. Uh, any, any thoughts on any of that, uh, Trista? Well, I do think like tap snaps, they have the virtual props too. So oh. you would oh, have to touch the screen. So you would have to sanitize the screen after you. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I mean, if a lot of the photo booths have that option, that might be one way to not have to worry about the actual physical prop too. Right. I think, I think anybody wanting to get into the business of making masks for weddings would probably do really well this time of year. <laughs> I, I think if, if, if brides had an option to buy uh, masks as a new prop or a new thing to offer uh, instead of a you know take-home thing or whatever, a uh, little goodie, uh, to have masks that maybe uh, have a heart where the mouth is or a, a pair of lips and then you got the bride and groom's name on each side. Custom, <laughs> custom masks for, for the wedding, you know, for the, for the guests would be a really cool thing if, uh, if anybody were, were to step up and offer that. Uh, I know, I know that would be something I'd like to offer my customers, but um, yeah, that's just a thought. So I had another crazy thought, Trista, you're going to laugh at this one. <laughs> this, this is a weird thought, but I've been talking about this to friends over the last several weeks. I want to do a drive-in wedding. Now you've got the parking lot for it. <laughs> I do they're, they're, actually. They're, yeah. they're allowing churches. They're allowing churches to have drive-up drive services where they stay in their cars and do that. What if we had a wedding where, as a DJ, I would place the speakers and satellite speakers around the parking lot, you know, here and there, you know, so they can hear everything that's going on because we have the ability now to do that wirelessly and stuff. And right. then people stay in their cars. <laughs> we have the bride and groom at a table up there by the front lawn, and we could do a whole drive-in wedding. We could have the actual uh, ceremony take place. They can hear it wonderfully. They can, uh, you can bring the food out to the cars. just like a car hop. Put your servers yep. on roller skates. Uh, <laughs> you guys should just do we that anyway. You should just open right? up the country club and just do a roller skating thing. Even yeah, like a movie. You should do a movie out there. And then they can dance around by their cars as long as they don't leave where their car area is. Just open the doors and just dance right there. We have a dance party. We got first dance. We have everything we need right there. What are your thoughts? To it. <laughs> it's definitely doable. <laughs> yeah, because you've got the parking lot for it. Anybody's yeah. got a big car. What I see is going to happen, I think is going to happen here, um, is people are going to start getting creative and start yeah. getting inventive. I, I think backyard parties are going to probably be more popular mm -hmm. uh, just because I think people are going to cheat and take more, have more than 50 people there. <laughs> as long as they invite the neighbors for the free food or the ranches will probably do well. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, people will try to skirt a little bit of the, uh, um, not so much the social distancing, but a little bit of the perimeters or the guidelines of 50 people or less. And I hope, uh, you know, phase three is unlimited or, or 100 people or less or something. I just hope for that. But, but one thing, too, by the way, for everybody watching this, what, what the governor said yesterday is phase one will be on or before the 15th hopefully, if he gets all the good data back from the counties. And then each phase will go two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, if we open on the 15th, we'll go to June 1st or the first week into June and phase two will hopefully begin. That's the hope mm -hmm. uh, from what I read into what he was saying. And, you know, there was talk that phase three would be uh, phase three or four would be casinos in the Las Vegas Strip and all that. So concerts and baseball games and all that would be further down the line. But if we can just get to, to 50 or less or 100 or less, boy, that is going to save the wedding industry here in northern Nevada. 
and uh, we're aligned pretty much with uh, the coalition he's doing with California and, and Oregon and Washington, which I was hoping there'd be some change in, well, maybe if Nevada doesn't open, South Lake Tahoe will, but it looks like they're probably going to go all into the phases at about the same time. Is that your understanding too, Jeremy, on the phases yeah, and how um, yeah, you brought I mean, in? It's every two to three weeks is how it's going to be structured. So uh, right. if this works out for the next two weeks, then and he likes everything that he's that said, then he'll go to the next phase, next phase, next phase. I know that, um, you know, places like anything congregates, my wife's salon included, is on phase three. Gyms are in phase three, which could take a couple months. And I, I, it's, it's frustrating. I don't, you know, um, I, I was finally able to start shooting yesterday, whether I'm at this point now, whether I'm allowed to or not, I got the okay, but, you know, people are arguing about it. Um, so my, my concern is how far are we thinking of pushing things out? I've already had a wedding postponed three times, once a mm. month. And so now they're pushed out till September. Um, Trista, how are your weddings doing? Did you guys have things booked in April, May? Oh yeah. Are they pushing out? Are they staking with you? Or are they asking for refunds? Like what's going on in your world? Um, so actually every, all my clients have been great, you know, and I feel horrible for them because this is like, you have your date set, you're so excited. There's so much planning, not only with just the vendors, but just all the little details. So there's a lot that goes into a wedding. So the fact, you know, that people, and this is something that was obviously unpredicted, but, um, it's hard to have people, you know, have to move their dates and tell all their family and all the reservations. But a lot of my clients have been great. They have stuck with us. So we did have one April wedding they postponed to November and then our May weddings have moved. Um, some have moved to next year and some have moved to the fall of this year. So I've just been, um, I haven't been changing any fees on anyone as of right now. Um, so I'm still honoring the pricing that they were already contracted for and their deposit just moves with the new date. So it is transferable or the re retainer, I should say. Um, but I've only had one wedding canceled, but it was only because they were not going to get married anymore. So had nothing to do with the virus, right? Nothing to do with the virus that I know of. So, um, but everyone's been really great and, you know, because they want to still get married and they want to have their family and, you know, right. there are 150 people there. So um, we've just been postponing. So uh, like I said earlier, I have one more June wedding that we're kind of waiting to see, which that one is about, um, originally for 120 so we'll kind of see what phase we're in as mm -hmm. we start to get closer um because a lot of even not only just weddings but i've had to reschedule a lot of tastings too because we can't mm -hmm. have any clients come in and um, taste their food for their wedding so that's been postponed too as well um because you don't want to take it to go you know it's just not as right good. <laughs> right so. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's unfortunate because, yeah, we have no idea what to do. I mean, for you guys, I mean, you know, me postponing wedding, waiting to hear back today from another bride who's moving from a Reno wedding. Now they're actually going to Sacramento to do it, pushing out later. And they're just trying to figure out if it's open or not. Um, when you said there's no fees unless needed to, what would you guys actually need to, what would happen for you to actually charge fees or what kind of fees would that in, uh, include? Um, so we've talked about, you know, like a COVID addendum. So if we have to, you know, with the thermometers and sanitizing more things and, you know, more cleaning kind mm -hmm. of things, we might charge a fee for that. Um, right. And especially since a lot of these weddings were originally supposed to be buffets. 
So, you know, we probably yeah. can't do a buffet dinner anymore. Mm. It's probably going to have to change to a plated version now. Right. Um, so we may have to get creative with some things like that. Um, especially like one couple is doing a street taco bar. And so that's really going to be a hard as a plated yeah. option because tacos are supposed to be customized and, you know, you want to pick right. your own stuff. So that's going to be somebody little- allowed to be behind, like say it's a buffet, but is somebody allowed to be behind serving them or is a buffet like out and about not an option? Well, we've talked about um, having, you know, maybe like one staff member serving, but then if mm-hmm. you have 50 people or even more than forever. 50 people, that's going to take forever to move through that line. So um, it may just, you know, depending on what the meal is, it may just move to plated. Um, but then that's going to throw off some couples who didn't, you know, had open seating, weren't, um, you know, keeping track of who wanted to have what, chicken or beef. Right. So that's going to make more, um, you know, some more planning for the couples. So we're trying to come up with, you know, the best option for that because people coming up and grabbing their own food is not, unless it's in like a packaged, you know, vessel right. ready to right. go, like a grab and go kind of a thing. A buffet is probably just going to be out of the question. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Are, are taco trucks like allowed to operate right now? Or, or is that like an option as well? Could you get some trucks out there or something in the back to serve that way? Or would that be an option? Um, I know you, you know, guys have a full like restaurant. Do. So like you don't want to add other vendors, but. Yeah, we usually don't allow outside catering unless it's for like the desserts, um, just because we're not a bakery. Um, so I, you know, I actually didn't really think about that, but we probably wouldn't do that. We would probably come up with some sort of creative way where we can either it's plated or we kind of make it more of a to grab and go kind of a situation. Cool. Trista, whether it's uh, 50 people or 80 people, if we get to phase two and 80 are allowed, or we get to, you know, or we get to pay phase three rather. Or let's say it's phase two and 50 people are allowed. Are you thinking or have you received any directives from your bosses that to socially, to still socially distance tables and maybe four people at a table or families only at tables? Or what, what's been the talk about that? Um, yeah, we definitely talked about having each because not only do you have to space the tables six feet, but you also have to make sure that those chairs at those tables are six feet apart too. Okay. Um, in order in order for that to be correct. So we definitely talked about reducing the number of people instead of eight people, maybe it is four or five, or if that's your immediate family of six, then you're more than welcome to sit at that table together. Um, So we've definitely talked about how we're gonna lay things out. Um, And because, you know, depending on the time of the year, we can utilize that patio as well. Um, But then it's like, then you run into the issue, well, people, will they feel like, they're set outside, like they're at the bad kids table or something because they're outside, <laughs> you know? So it's just something, it's just a new, you know, normal that we're just going to have to figure out, which, you know, yeah. just stinks, it, really. It, it does. And the one thing I still can't picture, I still can't wrap my mind around it or visualize it, though I know what's going to happen, is wedding ceremonies and how everything is going to be like, like the press conference at the White House where they're like, you know, three, four feet chairs apart it's gonna look so weird it is so standing room oh my gosh i'm just not ready for it (laughs) i'm gonna have to it it, it, it looks it it just looks too weird to the brain Mm -hmm. so it does um so what else do we have there jeremy is there any any other questions on there that we uh, get um, on not that I see any questions but yeah somebody said driving wedding would be cool tracy said that she's tagging a bunch (laughs) of people thanks for tagging them um, oh yeah thank you see this post 
Uh, but other than that, no, I think it's, it's running pretty smoothly. We still have a good, a good fan base here that's watching us. So everybody's just kind of listening intently. Okay. Um, I'm well, happy please to ask go. questions. We'd love for yeah. people to ask questions. Uh, ask questions of myself. Ask Jeremy. Yeah. Tristan. So guys, this is vendor uh, or venue related today. So if you have questions on venues or suggestions, that'd be great too. Especially over Hidden Valley for Trista. Um, if you have a wedding there this year, it might be good to ask those questions now. Um, because you know, they're planning, we're planning. Um, I mean, I have my mask, I have stuff for my team ready to go, but my only concern was what if somebody doesn't have a mask? Like, what do we do then? Are we selling masks right. or are we, you know, I mean, not borrowing. I saw a picture on Facebook or a video on TikTok yesterday of a lady who like felt like she couldn't breathe. So she had a mask on, but she cut the middle. So you could still see her nose and mouth coming through. <laughs> Kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Right, but she was like, she's like, yeah, I can't, uh, she's like, I can't breathe, so this makes me breathe, but I'm still wearing a mask, and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing: are we going to become the mask police? I mean, what, what what's the deal on that, Trista? How are we going to do that? If I mean, I'm gonna, I have to deal with people coming up to the microphone and and doing toasts, mm -hmm. and I'm going to disinfect the mics. I'm going to have lots of wipes and Lysol and uh, sanitizer. I got my sanitizer right here. I mean, I'm going to have. You know, I'm going to be prepared, but I can't make somebody wear a mask or you're not going to talk on the mic. I mean, how do we do yeah. that? We just don't know because we also, you know, we have to protect ourselves. And because we don't know where some of these guests, if they've been in contact with people, we just don't know who they are. Um, so it's like, at what point do you make them wear a mask? And what if someone doesn't want to wear a mask? What do you say? Right. I mean, here we're on private property so if someone is not complying with something that we do ask of them then we can we do have the right to say you know what i'm sorry but you're gonna have to leave um so we do have that right but at a wedding people are eating and drinking so it's like are they how are they gonna eat you know have a mask on the whole time <laughs> right. i right. don't know yeah the dancing and everything else i mean we'll, we'll have to find some other creative ways and and thankfully i do this in my own dj business I have different creative ways to make things fun and entertaining. You've seen me do some of the things out there in the audience. <clears throat> so I do some of that. And because maybe not everybody's going to want to dance and they may want to dance apart from each other. Slow dances might have to go out for a while. <laughs> you know, you have a couple, I guess, for the first dance and, and specialty dances. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be a weird new normal, as they say. And uh, gosh, we all have to adapt. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, luckily we do have a large dance floor, um, yes. but even True. then, people are still, you're, how are you going to be like, nope, sorry. Not are you Are you going to put little <laughs> lines of six feet across to stand for the bar? <laughs> I mean, we would have stand to. here, stand there, you know? Yep, we would have to. We'd have to figure out some clever way to do that because, yeah, our our service bar is in our, um, in our ballroom. So then the line usually goes by the dance floor. So yeah, have to monitor that as well too. Or we could mm -hmm. just go around and take their orders. I mean, that would be that, Yeah. That or an outside bar might be easier to keep them separated from. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. That's, yeah. You've got a tough job. You, you've got a, you've got a <laughs> tough thing to have to navigate and, and work with. And, and we mentioned this on the last call, and, and, and I think we mentioned it a little bit earlier today, but you're seeing a lot of, you, you'll likely, if you had to envision it now, likely a lot of your uh, servers will be wearing masks. Um, I'm taking it gloves too? Gloves, yep. We already- Because the handling of utensils um, and stuff? Yeah, we actually, um, so we're open for our members to do to-go orders and grocery mm -hmm. orders from us. 
Okay. Um, so anytime we deliver your food out to them, because they'll pull up um, right under the main entrance, and then they'll call the bar and say, hey, I'm here for my pickup. So we actually wear our masks when we deliver the food and gloves mm, um, okay. every time we take the food out. And we just ask if they just pop open their trunk and we'll put it all back there for them or just leave their window open and we'll set it on their car seat. Right. Okay. And just for all of those who are tuning in and, and listening, whether you're in the association or not, or whether you're a wedding couple uh, watching this, um, this is not necessarily all about Hidden Valley Country Club, but this is a look inside what their policies might reflect coming into phase one, phase two. And it's, it's very likely that a lot of the things that Trista is speaking about here is going to be very similar to what other golf resort country clubs will do. Maybe the uh, ballrooms at the casinos when they open up uh, and possibly other uh, types of venues uh, that host weddings. Uh, many of these policies that she's talking about will be somewhat universal, though everybody will have their own you know, different way of doing it. But that's why we wanted to bring Trista along because she's got a, a spread out facility. It's beautiful, many different areas to work with. Uh, it can be spacious, but uh, getting an idea from her regarding a spacious type of um, venue like this is going to be somewhat universal in a lot of ways. Again, if anybody's got any uh, questions for Trista or myself or Jeremy, please ask them. We'd love to uh, field any questions you have. We're coming close to the end here of wrapping this up. Um, so, yeah, if you got any questions, now is a great time to ask them. I will let so you know. We have a, oh, go ahead. Uh, so we have a couple things. I'm going now, Larry. I'm going. All right. So um, for ceremonies, are you going to ask couples to provide you with the number of people in a family so that you can arrange chairs um, with assigned seats <laughs> for families to sit together? And that's from Danielle over at um, Renaissance. Yes, that was one way that I thought of, you know, one way to um, manage the seating for the ceremony. Um, it's definitely not going to be, you know, if you're not in a family, immediate family together, we can't put those chairs, you know, right next to each other like we normally would. Um, so that is one thing that we've talked about for the ceremonies. Um, and if some people too, if they're comfortable, they're more than welcome to stand as well, just because um, ceremonies nowadays, unless it's not a religious one, they're usually about 10, 15 minutes. So Nowadays, they're short and sweet, so standing could be another option for some. I'll tell you what, I, we talked on the last call uh, with regard to officiants and the idea that we don't always have to stand right there, mm -hmm. you know, with the bride and groom. I've actually done ceremonies where I've stood apart and faced the, the bride and groom towards the audience rather than having their backs to the audience. Many different ways to be creative, even if you're a wedding officiant. And I saw some great pictures, which I haven't done a wedding like this. I'd love to. So if there's anybody on the call that has an idea of this, is doing a wedding ceremony in the round with the bride and groom in the middle and all the chairs all the way around, a big circle oh. which faces them out a lot. It would look really yeah. cool. It does look cool. We've done one of those that we'll have before. Yeah, so those are kind yeah, of, or half oval space. or whatever, you know, be kind of neat, like a little amphitheater type of thing. So there's ways to do it, and, and maybe the spacing of the chairs wouldn't look so pronounced, <laughs> you <laughs> so know, much. that way. Yeah. yeah, if you do a half oval or something like an amphitheater type of thing, it maybe wouldn't look so weird or different. So there, there's ideas that way. Thank you for that question. Is there any other questions there, Jeremy? Yep. Um, Marcel's wrote, uh, where are you finding your cleaning supplies? And then Danielle also chimed in and said, you can try reaching the Eco Lab. Uh, they offer corporate products. Where are you guys finding yours, Trista, all your cleaning stuff? 
So um, my maintenance team actually handles all of that. So um, they order everything. So they've been ordering all of our toilet paper, paper towels, um, Lysol wipes, sanitizer. So I would have to double check on that. Um, but I believe they have a distributor that they order all that from. Cool. Might even be the for, same for, one. Yeah. For all of, oh, go ahead. I do know that Ecolab comes here to, um, they work with like our dishwashing um, things and they're always testing the chemicals and that to make sure that those are appropriate and things like that. So we do use them. Um, I just don't know if we get our actual other cleaning supplies from them. Okay. For all of the vendors uh, who are on the call, this is probably a no brainer. I probably don't even have to say this, but I will say it anyways, just because it's, it's good advice. I think all vendors working weddings um, should be prepared to have their own supplies, have your own bottle of Lysol, have your own wipes, have your own sanitizer, uh, bring your own pair of gloves, your own mask. Uh, we shouldn't rely on facilities who are going to be, you know, putting a lot together for the guests as it is uh, to where we should have to, you know, require you know, them to provide wipes for us. I mean, as a DJ, we're grateful enough they provide a table and electricity. I'm not going to <laughs> insist that the facilities provide provide you with hand sanitizer and wipes and Lysol. I'm bringing my own. I will have my own little bag that has all my stuff in there uh, to practice uh, uh, cleanliness and safety on my own, to disinfect my own microphones when they're passed out for toast and that sort of thing. So just different things like that. And the same thing for photographers and, and anybody else. You should bring your own stuff. Don't require uh, a facility. Because again, all facilities are going to be different. Some, some may not have wipes enough for everybody. So yeah, bring your own stuff. Uh, Jeremy, anything else on the, uh, yeah, well, no, that's, just I mean, that's I like good. It. Yeah. I, you know, it's, I actually, I mean, I, I talk about that all the time, even with food for us. Like I always bring my own food just in case the venue decides right. to be jerks and then not feed me on time. And you know. <laughs> I always feed you. <laughs> yeah. You always do. Yeah. And it's, it's getting a lot better now, but I, I'm always make the joke that I was at one venue in, in Tahoe area, kind of North somewhere. And they, um, Gave me half an apple, half a cookie, and half of a turkey sandwich in a, in a box. Um, and that was our vendor meal. And I just went down to the pizza place and bought pizza. Um, <laughs> it was just one of those, I'm like, this is ridiculous. So it's just one of those things. And, you know, we if, don't require, if I, you know. If I had that served at every wedding, I'd be a hell of a lot skinnier. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't be eating. Right. Yeah. 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 I think I've gained another 10 pounds since you all saw me last. That's, so congrats, but I shaved man. the beard. So, uh, yeah. I'm getting there. Um, Larry, we have a good seven minutes here. Is it cool if I just okay. go into the SBA stuff real quick? Oh, yes. Please do that and any unemployment stuff. And I will mention right. one thing just for the, mm -hmm. for the caveat. There was that thing that we had on unemployment, not in the unemployment, it was the uh, stimulus check where you could go in and locate yep, your up. payment. Okay, that thing is now working. At least it worked for me. It didn't right. work for like two weeks. And then I went to it last week and lo and behold, I put in my social security number, my address, and boom, it allowed me to put in my routing and banking information. I still don't know when I'm getting my stimulus check, but that happened last week where I was allowed to do it. So if you haven't visited that in a while, where right. it is, uh, you know, check your payment for your stimulus check, you might be able to go in there, input that information, and maybe be able to put your banking information. So uh, go ahead, uh, Jeremy. So yeah, that's just, uh, if you go to irs.gov and then go to get my payment, um, it'll have you put your information in and then it should take you another page to put your banking information in, which is new for us, especially if you're like me and other self-employed people who actually don't get a refund and we have to owe, they don't have our information on deck already. Right. 
If you're waiting right. for your check, they're only doing 5 million checks a week, um, which mm -hmm. means that it could take a few months to get your check, paper, paper check. All right, uh, before we go on, Dustin wrote from Pickbox, um, we have options on, uh, we have, we will have options on hand sanitizer stations and such. So they're planning on that as well. Okay. Um, Thank you, Dustin. So guys, SBA loans, uh, PPP, I'm sad to say, and don't take my word for it. You can totally try. If you haven't applied for your PPP yet, it's most likely it's just not going to go through. They have changed everything where if you've done it in the past, they have a backlog that they're pushing through, but they're only allowed to push a few hundred per hour. Um, yesterday's news mm. said that they were capping off or slowing down the larger banks, your Bank of America, your uh, Wells Fargo, uh, large banks are not able to put as many through. Um, and then they're also um, going to be fining or, or automatically auditing anybody getting over $2 million. Um, and their goal mm. right now is to actually get us the smaller people. So if you um, haven't applied to like the PayPal Intuit, uh, Heritage Bank, the smaller banks, I highly recommend just contacting them and just applying through them because they're going to keep pushing everything through. I still haven't gotten it. I know other people that are getting it now, small businesses, which is, which is amazing. So PPP, you can still get that. Idle is pretty much gone. If you do get an automatic $1,000 from filling out your idle, then um, good for you. That's not, you don't have to pay it back. Um, but that is pretty much into the PPP. Unemployment, um, we got news yesterday that they're working on a vendor. So um, we also got that news three weeks ago that they had a vendor to start making the <laughs> self-employment website for us. So right now, that's, that's a module, as I understand, that's a special module or application that they're going to put on their website, which is supposed right. to happen early to mid May. Right. And, we and seen so it. you are going to get back pay when it does come out. If you're self-employed, do not apply now. Nothing you can do on the unemployment site. I just follow the Dieter on Facebook here and see what they're posting. And then I comment snarky remarks to them all day. I go to the governor's page and I comment snarky remarks. So join me if you'd like. Um, they don't comment back ever. They don't even read our stuff. So it doesn't matter. So I just kind of do it to, to release some information. Um, so unemployment, when that comes, I will post everything. I'll share it everywhere that I can. And you're going to get back pay hopefully till March 29th is what I believe. Some are saying March 16th. I'm hearing March 29th as well. So you'll get a lump sum of everything. I still have my card here. Um, just because you have your card doesn't really mean anything as well. Right. But that's kind of where we're at, guys. So um, we're still at stay-at-home orders at least till May 15th. If you're a photographer and want to talk to me about what I know about shooting in the Reno area only, message me and I'm happy to talk to you about it. But I have no legit written information. So if you get in trouble, it's not my fault. I'll get in trouble too. Uh, but I have at least something that I can work still a little bit um, so I can start booking. But that's what I got on that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Jeremy, finally, before we go, can you let people know how they can find uh, your various podcasts you do with businesses, with uh, industry leaders, with uh, uh, photography stuff? Uh, you have a Strippers. real wealth of YouTube, a heck of a lot of subscribers already. Where can they find more stuff on what you do behind the microphone? Yes, guys. So I'm running a podcast, hence the setup here called uh, Raw Focus. And um, it was a brainchild that I started right when everything happened because I do YouTube. I, I talk to people a ton <clears throat> and I decided that I want to start interviewing people and get to know them a little bit better. <clears throat> I have done a ton of wedding vendors just because that's my world. If you guys are interested in being part of it, it's a long-term thing. So I might not be able to get you next couple weeks, but I'll get you on the calendar. Uh, we're doing 30-minute spotlights on any business to talk about what you do, what specials you have, how the corona is affecting you, and just let people know what you're doing. And then we're doing hour-long specials. If you feel like you know me and you can talk to me for a full hour, I just want to get to know who you are, how you got to where you are, 
um, and really just kind of check your brain a little bit and see what's going on in your mind. So that's called Raw Focus. You guys can find that on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you guys get your podcasts. I release one a week um, and every Sunday. So right now I have like six or seven episodes going on. So you're more than welcome to start catching up on that and share, comment, let people know. But it's very, very Reno Tahoe based. So you're going to know a lot of these people that you're listening to. Very nice. Well, thank you once again, Jeremy. And a special thanks to our catering and events director for Hidden Valley Country Club, Trista DeWeese. Trista, thank you for your insight and for your professionalism and walking us through a whole lot of that stuff there, uh, what's going on with the country club. We yeah. appreciate it. You're welcome. I mean, hopefully that gives helps a little bit. I mean, we're yeah. kind of just waiting. I mean, it's just yeah. kind of a waiting game to see, you know, what we can do and how we can move forward. But hopefully, yeah. I mean, we'll get there. Before we leave, are you networking? I think I saw a post or something. Are you networking with other wedding venues, coordinators to figure out what you guys are doing? I think I saw like you guys on a massive mm. Zoom thing on, on social yeah, media. Yeah, I believe it was Tuesday. We had a Zoom call um, and Samantha from The Grove, uh, Danielle mm. was on it, uh, Nisha from the museum. Um, there was quite a few people on it. Um, and we were just kind of just getting bouncing ideas off kind of figuring out what you know what news they've heard what they may do um so but we're kind of all just in the same boat just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen and actually nisha brought up a really good point she's like we're at a time where people are looking for you know for us for answers so we're kind of where we can create you know how we want to run things you know so mm -hmm. it's can kind of start new which is actually a really good point so that's a, awesome. that's a great idea. Great idea. So they're all working together. So the goal is, is that once we figure it out, then everybody hopefully will have the same thing. Cause I, you know, I don't want to go to another venue and be like, Oh my God, you guys are doing this whole different thing. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I, that's my goal with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. So yeah. <laughs> well, again, everybody friends, we hope you've enjoyed the, uh, we hope you've all enjoyed the call. Uh, it's been a great pleasure bringing this to you the last uh, few weeks. I will tell you, we're going to continue with this every two weeks. On uh, uh, May 15th, that will be two weeks from today. We'll do this again at 10 o'clock. We'll do it again on uh, June 1st, which will be a Monday. Hopefully, we'll have a June 2nd meeting. Uh, irregardless, we're going to be doing these calls monthly, uh, even when the meetings get back going again. This has been a great platform. We're really thankful and grateful to uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Liu, who is now our new social media director of the Northern Nevada Bridal Association. We're stoked about that because he has been ramping it up. And uh, we're glad that you're all there for the ride and, and able to uh, partic participate with us. So again, Trista, thank you. Uh, Jeremy, thank you. And we'll look forward to seeing all of you back here two weeks from today. Thanks again, guys. Good to see you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.